You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Bustin' Loose Baseball with Grant and Danny. Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Boston Loose Baseball. Brant Paulson, Danny Ruye, Darius Dameron. Danny's vacation is finally winding down. He will be back with us on our next episode. Looking forward to that. We've got one more episode coming up later this week where we catch up with play-by-play broadcaster, Charlie slows, but we actually wanted to drop this conversation in that we had with Cole Henry for you guys. A lot of you have been asking for us to get Cole back on the show because he was so good and just so fun when we last had him on. And we had a conversation with him to catch up that went very, very differently this time as he updated his injury status and talked to us about what lies ahead. He has not pitched since early in the season after a dominant start to the year. And we wanted to find out what was going on. And he had, the answers for us in a very, very candid and thorough conversation. Uh, 1.7 ERA on the season. It's going to be a road back into next year in spring training. But uh, here was Cole Henry updating us on what's going on with him as the season winds down. Long gone! Nats fans, you guys asked us to get Cole Henry back on the podcast, and we have done that on Bustin' Loose Baseball. Wanted to check in with one of the team's top pitching prospects, Cole, it's Grant. Great to have you back on the show, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Glad to be back, guys. Absolutely. We've had all kinds of people, really, for a couple of months since we last talked to you, asking when you were going to make your uh, triumphant return after so many great stories and so much fun. So let's just get an update. The uh, 23-year-old prospect, what a year he had, 31 innings, 34 strikeouts, and a 170 RA. Nobody could hit him. But you haven't pitched in a little while. You've been in Florida. So how you feeling and, and how you been? Yeah, so uh, I've been down here rehabbing in Florida. Um, took about four weeks off uh, right whenever my shoulders started bugging me um, and kind of just came down here, uh, didn't touch a baseball for four weeks, just did a bunch of rehab stuff trying to make my way back um, and basically started throwing again and didn't feel any better. So uh, we kind of sat around for a couple of days trying to reevaluate and see, you know, what the uh, – what the root cause of this problem has been. And um, so we decided to take a trip down to Dallas and uh, see Dr. Meister and his, his people. And um, basically after talking with him and chatting with him, um, he looked at all my MRIs and, you know, took me through all the different tests and sort of things. And um, just had me explain exactly what I was feeling and, and when I was feeling it, when I was throwing and things like that. And, it came to the conclusion that, you know, I might have thoracic outlet syndrome. So um, he sent me over to Dr. Pearl, who is also in Dallas and a pretty good friend of his and, um, you know, tried to just wanted to confirm that 
what he thought might be true. So I went over to see Dr. Pearl that day. Um, and he also ran a few tests on me, kind of took me through his little deal. And then, um, he wanted me to get a nerve block done to, uh, kind of simulate what the thoracic outlet surgery would actually uh, do for me. Um, so they basically put a nerve block into my scalenes, which is in your neck, uh, right next to your collarbone and then a nerve block in my pec. And he had me throw later that day. And, uh, basically if there was no pain while throwing, then I probably would need the surgery. And if there was still pain when I was throwing with the nerve block, then it was probably a different, uh, thing altogether. So, um, went through with the nerve block later that day and felt incredible. Uh, it felt like the electricity was back in my arms. So, uh, good news that we figured out what we think it is. Uh, bad news is I'll probably have to have season ending surgery. So, um, never good, but you know, I'm pretty young and, uh, I feel like guys bounce back pretty well when they're young from the surgery. So, I don't think it'll be much of a ordeal, hopefully, and uh, I should be back ready to go for uh, spring training or right there at the end of it. So shouldn't be too much of a holdup. Wow, so there's a lot to follow up on, but that's a lot mm-hmm. of good information and, and a good update for all of our listeners and Nats fans who are tracking you. First of all, you sound like a medical professional. You sound like you have your doctorate <laughs> now. I mean, some people go yeah. to school for eight years. I guess you just play baseball. I mean, you, all those words you used, I don't know what any of them mean, but you sound like you are in this thing at this point. Oh, yeah. I mean, a few sleepless nights uh, over the past couple of months just trying to figure out, you know, exactly what's going on. Um, but from talking to the doctors and, and our medical staff and all that, I think we've kind of got a good grasp on, um, you know, what our problems have kind of been the past few years, and they think that this has uh, been the main cause of all of them. So, um all my MRIs, elbow and shoulder, you know, looked pretty dang good uh, as far as structural things go. So rotator cuff, labrum, all that stuff, very clean. Um, UCL, all that stuff, really clean. And they think it just comes down to a neurological problem. So basically they just go in and uh, they remove my first rib and they also, I think they release my something in my neck and then maybe my pack or something. And, uh, it's only about a 12 week, uh, rehab. And then after that, I think it's basically, uh, good to go, you know, all, all full steam ahead. So I think, uh, we'll get a good rehab going this off season. And I think I'll come back even better than before. Um, I think this is just one of those things we have to get through and hopefully we'll have zero problems after this. So, that seems to be the case. This is a dumb question, but you just brushed past the removal of a rib. So I'm going to go back to that. For I mean, the rib doesn't go back in, right? Like, it stays out? That's just okay? Everyone's fine with that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think Strasburg actually had this surgery about maybe gonna, this past year. Yeah, I was going to get to Strauss because he's dealing with the same kind of thoracic outlet. Yep. Um, so basically sort of the same things. I'm not sure if we had the same symptoms or anything like that. Uh but, you know, yeah, just one of those things. Uh, throwing a baseball is a very unnatural thing for your body to do. And, uh, you know, sometimes you got to maybe remove things that are hindering you from, you know, being able to throw a baseball at your best. So that seems like the case for me. Uh, and right now, you know, we're, we looked at 
most mostly all of our options and uh, I talked to family members, my agent, um, other people that have had the surgery and I think our best case right now is just to go in and, and get the surgery done and then bounce back quickly from the rehab and should be all systems go hopefully. Well, I'm happy for you that you know what's going on because I know it's been driving you crazy. And as you said, the imaging on all this stuff, every time we've talked over the last couple of going back to last year, has always kind of been clean, I feel like. So I'm sure you were kind of beating your head against the wall trying to figure this out. So in that way, to your point, to know what's going on is good. Mm -hmm. It's still like three of the scariest words now that baseball fans hear, and I'm sure for you as well, the thoracic outlet syndrome. We we still Mm -hmm. know so little about it. You know, Matt Harvey obviously had it, and it was a really big deal for him. And with Strauss, it's been a scary thing. But based on your age, is that where your confidence comes from? Where I know, like, there's a dude in the Brewer system. I think he actually just got traded at the deadline. Who I saw at the Futures game, who's ascending and, like, really doing good things in the minor leagues, who overcame this. Is that where you feel like maybe this could be more of a a hurdle to clear than a career-altering thing? Definitely. Uh, definitely. You know, a lot of these guys uh, kind of go through the same things that I went through. You know, I mean, it's been two years of kind of having all these different ailments and showing up on the imaging, but the symptoms that I was presenting at the time, you know, could possibly indicate, you know, so-and-so is going on. So like, it's basically just like going by the symptoms and not really by the imaging because, you know, the, the imaging looked good, but, I'm saying that my arm's hurting, you know, so. And was your symptoms, is it more, is it always the same thing? Is it shoulder or elbow or just kind of a, a dead arm? Like, what were you experiencing? Yeah, so um, from talking to Dr. Pearl, he, he basically said it can re- present itself in, you know, a multitude of ways. It's your nerve. So, I mean, your nerve runs all the way into your fingertips. And he said it can basically hurt anywhere down the line or, you know, kind of show symptoms down the line. So, like, I'd have some forearm stuff and I would think it would be like, you know, tight forearm or whatever. Um, and then I would have some in like my bicep sometimes. And then my shoulder was what really started like bugging me, um, this season. And it was more like, it kind of started out as like my pec felt really tight. And then the back of my shoulder felt like really tight. And then, uh, you know, I just kept like, you know, throwing through it. That's the most innings I've thrown in a while consecutively. Um, so I'm like, you know, this is probably something I need to throw through. Like a bunch of guys have these sort of things that come up in the season and you just got to throw through them. And usually it turns out fine. It's just, like I said, throwing is a very unnatural thing for your body to do. So, you know, it was just one of those things where I was kind of questioning, like, when do I say something? Um, so I pitch my first start in triple a and I feel great during the start. And then wake up kind of the next day and my arm just feels dead. Um, the best way I could describe it is like, it felt like there was no electricity in my arm. Like the ball just really wasn't coming out the same. My arm wasn't really moving the same as before. Um, and so I'd kind of take it easy for a couple of days, get a little extra treatment and then, you know, it'd feel better. Uh, definitely not a hundred percent, but tried to fight through it and just see, you know, how the next start would go. And we go to St. Paul and uh, my, my velocity and, and all that, like mechanics and stuff never really changed that much. Um, my arm slot might've changed a little bit, got like, it might've gotten a little lower, but you know, nothing that really stuck out to anybody. So 
I made my start against St. Paul, and that, that whole week leading up to it, my arm just never felt like I could really let it loose. And so um, I could get my arm up, and then whenever I was, like, basically when it was laying back for the ball to kind of come out of my hand, uh, it just didn't feel the same. And so, you know, the gears start turning in my head, and, like, you know, something's wrong with my shoulder, um, whatever. So I say something after that game. I, I really had no idea where the ball was going when I was pitching that game. Um, didn't really have like feeling in my arm per se. So they had me come to the field the next day and, you know, try to throw a little bit just to see what, how exactly it felt and also how it bounced back after the, after the game. And it just felt, you know, no better. Um, sort of the same thing, just dead arm, really just didn't feel like myself at all. So I go see Nigerian in DC, which is the national team doctor and um, like I said, I mean, MRI really didn't show a ton of stuff, maybe some mild uh, rotator cuff, if, if anything. And so he thought, you know, two or three weeks off and then should be feeling like new again. Um, and that ended up not being the case. So then obviously we started asking questions, trying to figure out, you know, what actually is going on. And it just, you know, for me, it was just really stressful. And you, you feel like, you know, some people want to push you through some things and stuff like that. And you're like, you know, what? I really don't feel like I should push through this. Like it's still something feels like something that could be pretty serious. Um, so yeah, it was just a crazy time. And I'm glad I got to go see Dr. Meister in Texas and really, uh, you know, try to figure out what the problem was. It was, it was very interesting. And yeah, I've, I've done a lot of reading up on it and a lot of, uh, Googling and talking to people and just, you know, trying to, trying to figure this thing all out but i'm pretty content with uh with having the surgery and i'm just looking forward to getting it done and then starting my rehab and coming back stronger than before so yeah and you said maybe the timeline could be spring training next year which we could talk about yeah. I'm, i i think a lot of people know of the the procedure and, and nats fans specifically as it pertains to steven strasburg obviously have you talked mm-hmm. to Strauss at all about what he's gone through i have not um you know, I might actually try to maybe talk to him. Um, I know Will Harris had a little bit of TOS stuff going on, too. That's right. Yeah, he did. He's back yeah. now pitching in the minors. Yep. So uh, his was a little bit different than mine and Strauss's. So there's two different types. There's vascular and then there's uh, neurological. And uh, his was more of the vascular. So he was getting kind of like that blood clot and um, stuff like that. Because You have your arteries and veins and nerves and all that stuff runs through your thoracic outlet which is right there underneath your collarbone area and so uh i mean it can be pretty scary for for the vascular side of things just because of the blood clots no and, kidding is this uh, new by yeah. the way or i feel like before maybe matt harvey i just had never really heard about this and i'm looking it up and it looks like dating back to like kenny rogers in 01 i mean there are examples of pitchers having this but uh-huh. I've, i don't remember ever hearing about it before the last few years yeah, so I mean, it, I think it's a pretty tough thing to diagnose, um, just because you know it, it presents itself in so many ways. Like I was saying, I mean, it can be anywhere in your hand. Like people get cold hand, kind of that tingly sensation in their right. fingers. Um, I mean, it, it it's such a weird thing, and um, there's so many other things that could also be going on that could present the same sort of symptoms. So like, it's really tough to you know, dial it in and say, this is what, like, the doctors really have to 
you know, run you through tests, make sure it's not this, make sure it's not that. And then, you know, they can finally say, look, we think it's thoracic outlet. Like, you know, it's basically, it's, it's really a newer thing. Um, it's being diagnosed, I think more and more nowadays. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's very, uh, very tough to, to diagnose. Um, I talked to Dr. Pearl a little bit in Dallas about, you know, how they're coming to these conclusions about people needing the surgery. And he said that they are getting better, uh, maybe with like some ultrasound type stuff of kind of, um, you know, seeing with the ultrasound, uh, maybe a little bit of scar tissue or, um, something like that underneath your pec with the ultrasound. So he said it is getting better, but it is sort of a tough thing to diagnose. And um, he thinks they're getting better and better each year. And he thinks that more and more pitchers are probably going to get diagnosed with this stuff because um, a lot of pitchers get, or people say they have other things and then they have the surgery to get that thing fixed. And, and, you know, it doesn't get any better. Um, And they end up ultimately having to get thoracic outlet surgery and then sometimes they feel a world of a difference. And then other times, you know, it could not even be thoracic outlet surgery. So right. it's just a, it's sort of a scary thing. Um, but I think with my situation and the symptoms that I've been having and uh, talking to multiple, multiple doctors and multiple people who have had the, the operation, uh, this seems like the right route for me to go at this point. So eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. So you will um, have a, an actual surgery then, the procedure you talked about coming up, I guess. Yes, that's, on the 25th of uh, August. Okay, so next, and then, next oh, Thursday. wow. All right, so that's nerve-wracking, but we'll be thinking about you. And then you think mm-hmm. maybe spring training is on the table, perhaps, if everything goes well in the rehab. Yeah, so uh, from talking to our medical team, and then I talked a little bit to the guys at Meister, um, their, their rehab staff, uh, they deal with a lot of these guys because I think Dr. Pearl does, uh, I mean, I think almost 90% or something, like a crazy amount of TOS surgeries. Of the TOS surgeries that have been done, he's done like most. So wow. they have a ton of guys come in and rehab from it. And he's like, dude, really? You're just waiting on a scar to heal? Um, 
and then you can start moving it pretty aggressively if you like it it really all depends on how i feel after and you know as being a pitcher it's going to take a little bit more time just because of the stresses that we put on our arms but like he said position players can come back pretty quickly from this so uh, it really just depends on how aggressive i want to be with it and how i'm feeling afterwards yeah and it makes sense and i'm sure you you know you as much as you're going to want to get back on the hill as fast as possible you're thinking about the end game too because as we saw with Strauss just getting back doesn't help you, right? You want to be back and, and be healthy for the, the long haul. But Exactly. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't think rushing it is the the right way to go about it. Um, but, you know, you never know how you could feel after these types of things. Um, like I said, I've talked to tons of people that have had it, and a lot of them have been like, dude, I've, I've never felt better after. Like one guy said he – or one guy I talked to said after seven weeks, he's, he's benching 65-pound dumbbells and feels like a brand-new man. So. Wow. We're thinking that this could be uh, pretty career-changing, honestly, because I think this has been sort of the the main thing I've been dealing with for quite a, quite a while now. So that's the part um, I feel I, I, it's conflicted as I listen to all this because I'm bummed for you. Obviously, it's not only an injury; mm-hmm. it's a serious injury, serious procedure. But at the same time, like there is some clarity, and you've got a path forward here that has promise. Is there like a poster child? You know, they have like Tommy John surgery where he goes on to this unbelievable career. Is there someone everyone points to already that's like, okay, this is this is what who you look to? Or as I said, I think it's becoming more commonplace. Like I was at the Futures uh-huh. game in the dugout a few weeks ago. I can't remember who it was, but one of the pitchers in the game uh, had already had the procedure, and he's like having this great year in the minor leagues. Is there anyone mm-hmm. though that is like you would say, hey, this guy had it, and look what happened? Um. For my research, I really haven't uh, found anyone in particular. Uh, I know a lot of the guys that I've talked to are also minor leaguers, kind of younger guys. Right. Um, That's probably and, a big like, difference because a lot of the guys that have had it where we think of it, like, say, Strauss or I think Kenny Rogers when he had it was like 36. It's a whole, yep. any kind of injury. If you had TJ or tore an ACL or you know something crazy, like in your mid-30s, it's just different than when you're 23 years old. Definitely. And like I said, it's, it's super hard to kind of spot, you know, um, it's not just one of those things where you look at it and and you know, for sure, like Tommy John or, uh, torn rotator cuff, torn labrum. Like it's kind of like you go through all these things to ultimately end up at this. So a lot of guys have it at the end of their career, not even knowing that they needed it, you know? So a lot of guys go through their whole career thinking, Oh, it's my rotator cuff. And then, I mean, if you look at any pitcher in baseball, and you look at their MRIs, like I'd say 98% of them are not going to have super clean MRIs. Um, so when you go and look at a pitcher's MRI, it's kind of tough to be like, you know, you have TOS, but you also have a little bit of a frayed rotator cuff, which most pitchers have. So it's it's really, you know, it's a, it's a sort of thing where you're like, you know, I hope they're right. Um, but in my case, like I'm, I'm 99.9% confident that this is exactly what I needed. Um, just based off my symptoms and all that stuff. So, um, and from a couple of guys I talked to, they went to Dr. Pearl as well and they did the nerve block stuff. And every one of them said like, dude, if you felt better from the nerve block, like this is, this is what you need. Cause they all felt relief as soon as they got the nerve block done and they haven't had any problems since. So mm-hmm. hopefully I can be the poster child, you know, yeah, me a- and maybe the guy at the futures game too. Maybe we'll do it together next year, man. You'll be, you'll be in the futures game and we'll be talking yep. about it. Well, it'll be, eventually it'll be the, the, he's having Cole Henry surgery. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. That'd be hey, nice. You know, Tommy John was cool. a pitcher. Now the poor guy, no one knows he even played baseball. <laughs> you know, like you're the guy <laughs> exactly. from that operation. Twenty-three-year-old uh, yep. Cole Henry with us here on Bustin Loose Baseball had a 170 ERA, 31 innings, 34 strikeouts, and one of the best hit rates in the minor leagues this year. It was just incredible. And really, in 20 games since the, the Nats drafted him, when he's been healthy, he's been as good a pitcher as there is in pro ball. ERA a little over two and, and a high strikeout rate and a whip that's .8 like a reliever. Uh, just dominant. So can't wait to see him back on the mound. You know I'm going to be rooting like heck for you, and all of us uh, Nats fans are going to be pulling for you to get back as healthy as, as quick as possible as you can. What about other stuff? I, I didn't think this was going to be this deep. I, I didn't think we'd yeah. be talking uh, <laughs> about this procedure in such depth, but you, you're an expert on it, and obviously it's it's um, it's certainly part of the update. Uh, I thought we would Definitely. just be talking about movies and Chick Fil A again, but uh, <laughs> what uh, what have you? You get your evenings off now, so until you have this procedure, I'm guessing you've been able to to live a little bit more of a normal life, non baseball wise, even at the uh, complex, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of gaming lately. Um, really just because I can't really do much physical activity. Uh, so yeah, I've been just hanging at the hotel, playing some video games, going to get some nice dinners here and there. I wish Danny but, was here. He's our resident gamer. What do you play? Uh, I play a little bit of everything. I'm on Madden right now. Of course. Um, but yeah, a lot of the guys down here are playing like some Fortnite and some Rocket League. So I've been in a little bit of both of that. And then, uh, I'm dabbling in some Madden right now. I really haven't played Madden, um, that much so I'm, I'm kind of excited about this new one hopefully i can get a good i'm playing the little ultimate team ordeal so yep. trying to figure say, out the you're, you're an that. alabama guy originally so i didn't know what nfl team you work with when you play men yeah i mean obviously growing up in alabama the nfl team is the crimson tide or the auburn tigers so <laughs> right um, that's your nfl team exactly and so my mom was an auburn graduate so i i grew up rooting for for auburn and then i uh I went to college, got educated, and now I'm an LSU Tiger fan. I love that. Got <laughs> educated is funny. Uh, yeah, exactly. obviously you're an LSU guy. So I would guess <laughs> when you go to LSU and play there and you fall in love with the program, now you're you're a Vikings fan for Justin Jefferson, you're a Bengals fan for Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Like You, you probably just yep. follow your guys, right? Definitely, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase guy. I, I really like Justin Jefferson, too. Uh, anybody that went to LSU, you know, I'm a fan of. But I do have a special place in my heart for the Bengals, I think. I really enjoyed watching them last year. and uh, 2019 was probably one of my best years of my life, being able to go to school at the same time as the uh, 2019 National Championship team. And, you know, going to football games was pretty easy. Kind of walked in the stadium knowing what, what was going to happen. So uh, me and one of my best friends, actually, we went up to Alabama to watch – Joe Burrow take on the tide and uh we had this we had a weird feeling I mean LSU doesn't go into Tuscaloosa that that often and win and uh we were walking in the stadium we're like you know what this feels a little different this time I think I think this place can be real quiet and there's gonna be a lot of sad sad people walking out of here after the game so it ended up uh going in our favor and Joe Burrow torched them and oh my god it was it was a lot of fun that was a, he was unconscious in that run really all the way oh, through yeah. I, I don't yeah. think – I mean, this is statistical as much as it's, you know, anecdotal, but I, I just don't think that there's been a run like that for a quarterback in this era, certainly in a conference that good against defenses that good with those types of athletes. Yeah, I mean, the teams that we put up those kind of numbers against that year was, I think, uh, you know, I don't think that happens too often. So it was definitely really, 
really fun to go watch and super impressive to watch. Well, Cole, uh, as I said, you know, people wanted us to get you on and, and catch up with you, and we're going to be making the rounds with some of our uh, favorite guests of the season. But unfortunately, you know, the combo is about the update, and I know you got the procedure coming up, but we're going to cross our fingers. Everything goes real smoothly, and I look forward to talking to you this time next year after you're uh, back on the hill and mowing them down for the Nats in their system on your way to the big leagues. Definitely, yeah. I'll uh, I'll shoot you some updates throughout the offseason, let you know how everything's feeling, and um, you know, I'm 100% thinking that this is going to be nothing to it. Going to get the rehab done and uh, going to work my ass off. And hopefully, uh, you'll see me in DC here soon. So you got a lot of people in town rooting for you, man. Best of luck and uh, thanks for the update. And we'll catch up real soon. Yeah, thank you, Grant. Great talking to you. Thanks, guys. See you later. Nats right-hander Cole Henry. One of our favorite minor leaguers in the system, a super easy guy to root for, and someone who everyone should cross their fingers now, has a good procedure coming up, a clean operation, and has a nice, speedy recovery and gets back on the field in the minor league system, dominating hitters again early next season. And that'll do it for this episode of Bustin' Loose Baseball. Hopefully, Uh, That is a conversation that's going to enlighten people on this thoracic outlet procedure that I think a lot of people still, including myself, just don't know a lot about. You hear those words, and they're scary, and we heard about them with Strasburg. But uh, as as we get more and more information from people going through it like Cole, hopefully we can normalize the fact that it is something that a lot of pitchers deal with, and there are guys uh, that are coming back from this now and are still having successful runs after the fact. Uh, Who knows? Maybe... You know, the, the candor that he showed ends up benefiting other pitchers down the road as they try to figure out what's going on with them if they're not feeling 100%. Uh, but we will be back. Again, Charlie Slows later this week on Bustin' Loose Baseball. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.